WeatherTight Windows Studio. Unique opinions, compelling conversation, and the best in afternoon entertainment. Now, the conversation continues. It's time for John's Choice on Drew Garabo Live. Now, uh, I don't know whether I can trust you or not, but what song is this, John? I knew the song. I went to work yeah. her that song. This one, no debating what's happening. Right. This teenage kid went to go work she was on a farm one summer. To make it, on it was a lonely widowed woman helping to make it on her own. We were a thousand miles so he had sex with her as a young boy. Oh. Wheat fields as far as I could see. How'd that end up? They were both needing something from each other. Needing something from each other. Okay. Not knowing yet what that might be. Not knowing yet what that might be. How young of a boy was he? Till she came. She was like 15 or something. She came to him one evening. Hot cup of coffee and, and a smile. smile. In a dress. In a dress that I was certain. She hadn't worn it quite a while. She hadn't worn it quite a while. it up a little bit. Probably had it pushed up and, and, and looking there good. Was yeah. Difference in her laughter. There was a difference in her laughter. There was a softness in her And this is my favorite part. All right. And on the air there was a hunger. Even a boy could recognize. So we had sex with her. All right. She had a need to feel the thunder. That's his penis. These are all innuendos for sex. Okay. Raging in her eyes. Yeah. When's he drive his truck to her uh, hotel room? She had to ride to keep a passion. Like a comet burning bright. You know what I'm saying? Rushing it along in the wind now where only dreams have been burning both into the night. Unrelated. Uh, my dad can't drop a deuce unless my mom sings Crazy Town Butterfly outside the bathroom. John's joints. He was a virgin, by the way. Garth? No, no, no. The, no, the young boy. The, the young boy said, I've, I've never. And she said, don't worry. It's okay. Just so you know. She took his virginity. He was a predator. It doesn't say that he was 18, does it? No. He, I mean, he's not a boy at all. Or he's, he's not definitely not 18. Oh. He's a boy. He says it repeatedly. He was a virgin young boy. It was a different time. Oh, yeah. And when it's an older woman, it just seems less offensive. John's joints. John fires up some great news stories. Passes them around. We learn a little something. We expand our brains. Underneath them, I'm going to play some lullaby versions of popular songs. You can guess them if you'd like. And now, John's here to ask you a few questions. That's good. That's really good. Thanks. I think I put a good fade on this one, too. I got to say thank you for just letting him ride. It just brings me so much joy. The sweat. He thinks about the sweat. Make your plans now. 
April 9th, I will be at the Barry the Hatchet in Brandon uh, throwing axes and drinking uh, with anybody who shows up from 12 to 2. It's, it is a really, really cool place. Two years ago, uh, they invited me and my family out there. I took my fi- I took my mom, my dad, Danielle. We went out there. We had an off, you know, an awesome afternoon uh, preparing for the for the gig that was coming up. Well, it's now been over two years, and here we are. <laughs> that that gig is upon us. Uh, it's on Oakfield Drive in Brandon, uh, and it is April 9th from 12 to 2. And if you give them a call, you book. Uh, you, you can also book online. Just use the code BONE20. That is BONE20, and you will get 20% off uh, your Bury the Hatchet experience. Give them a call, 813-556-7137. I would love to see as many people as humanly possible out there. Heck yeah. Um, man, the Lightning just aren't, aren't uh, you know, it's no. been a little up and down. Um, and last night, some good things, but it wasn't the best night. Martin, Nikas, and Tony D'Angelo scored on Carolina's slumping power play, and the Hurricanes stopped a four-game slide by topping our beloved Tampa Bay Lightning 3-2 to two. On Tuesday night, um, Sebastian Ajo also scored for Carolina, and Seth Jarvis had two assists. Frederick Anderson made 27 saves for his second win this month. Uh, one of the most, th- I think, one of the things that we can sink our teeth into a little bit here. Uh, Nick Paul scored in his first Tampa Bay game ever. Uh, the Lightning just picked him up from the Senators, and Alice Kalorn closed the gap with 59.3 seconds remaining. Vassy stopped 38 shots, but the Lightning lost for the fifth time in just. Seven games. I don't know too much about hockey. I'm a new fan. Kucherov looks lost out there. He looks as bad as I've ever seen him. The team looks flat, uninterested, disinterested, disconnected, and uninspired. And 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 it's embarrassing to see how much better Carolina is than we are right now. Embarrassing. They Carolina looked like an elite hockey team, and we didn't look as good as they did. This is fine. This All is right. fine. Right. I mean, not to mention, there's there's a lot of new pe- there's some new pieces into the puzzle, sure. and I, and I I will look at it from the perspective of I think the woes are happening at the perfect time. If it's happening a month from now or closer to playoffs, I think then is the time to get concerned. But I, I don't think you can just have you know a balls to the wall, constantly winning team. I think there's going to be slumps, and I really we say it half jokingly. What does it do for your psyche when your homeland? is enemy number one of the world. And, and I'm not saying yeah. that's why he looks the way that he does, but I do think it's unfair to not think that that's weighing heavily on all of these Russian players who are getting death threats, who who can't really speak about anything. Yeah. So I'm not using that as an excuse, and it may not be a factor at all, but it is just an interesting thing to think about. But what a cool thing for Nick Paul on his first night with the Lightning uh, to get a goal. Here is a clip of him being interviewed after the game on uh, Bally Sports Sun. It was good. Um, I think the first period was just uh, kind of feeling it around, throwing the body, kind of seeing where uh, my legs were, and then second, I just turned the brain off and playing hockey. You know, I think the first I was thinking a little too much, but as the game went on, I just started feeling it out and, and getting more chemistry with the guys. And I mean, putting in the back of the net was great too. You know, I mean, that's that, that doesn't. Ha- I don't think that happens uh, always. Probably much more of a uh, waiting out period. So to be able to get right in there and score a goal. Hopefully that says a lot for uh, yeah. what, what this man will be able to do here in Tampa moment. Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a St. Petersburg man is accused of dumping eight 
scooters into Tampa Bay just after midnight Sunday morning. According to an arrest affidavit, 20-year-old Parker Leonard was with his friends at the intersection of 2nd Avenue Northeast and Bayshore Drive Northeast when they threw the scooters. Leonard is facing a felony criminal mischief charge. St. Pete police said that uh, if they determine his friends were also involved in tossing the scooters, they too could face charges. I, this is bad. I mean, it's, I mean, it's yeah. obviously just, just stupid. doing stupid stuff. Also, shocking that it's never happened before. Yeah. And then I, you just don't. I mean, even here in St. Pete, I mean, you can take those scooters all the way, oh, you know, yeah. from up by the trop down uh, to the water. So it just kind of more surprised once I read this that we're not hearing of more drunk people throwing scooters into to the water. If I'm not mistaken, they just fished out like 60 of them from, uh, from the Riverwalk. Oh, and that's because... Then they maybe those are just people that don't get caught, right? So there are people doing it; they're just not getting caught. Oh man, and that, they're idiots. But like, do you think that maybe when you were younger, you were capable of stupid destruction um, like that? Yes, I mean, in very very limited moments. I had moments when I was younger where I just drank too much, and I would do things yeah. that I would that I would just normally wouldn't do. So if I was in the the sweet spot of twenty twenty one in in the right or wrong mode downtown Tampa. I could very easily throw one of these. Uh, you're talking to the man who was found unconscious by a police officer uh, in a flower bed uh, on Church Street in Orlando. That's so true. if there would have been a scooter there that night, that bitch would have been in the water. Like, <laughs> I mean, it would have been Lake Yola. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> According to the arrest report, uh, the scooters are valued. This seems low. Uh, at $750 each. Uh, so the value, of the loss, is around $6,000. So I would think those things would be more expensive. Me than too. That. How far do you think you could ride one of those if you had, like, if it was your, um, if you had to take it to somewhere every day and, and there was enough, there was enough sidewalk. Cause I've got a neighbor, that dude, you know where I live, yeah. that dude takes it to work every day on beach drive and he takes sidewalks all the way there. First of all, it's got to take you almost an hour maybe. Right. And you have to navigate St. Pete on a, on a scooter. Yeah. After going from the Floridan hotel to Ybor city on one, one night uh, with Sarah, I will say I would not like to take one far at all. Yeah. Well, you also had between you and between you and Corey, those are two of the most horrific personal experiences I've ever, uh, yeah. I've ever seen on a mishaps. Yeah. Uh, you know, throwing, throwing scooters into the water, bad, but when you put it on the spectrum of other terrible things you could be doing at 18, 19, 20 years old, uh, like street racing and killing people, not so bad. Two Hillsborough County men have been charged with vehicular uh, homicide months after they struck and killed a 19-year-old during a street race in June of 2021. According to the Florida Highway Patrol, troopers say Juan Gonzalez, 22, and Anthony Gonzalez, who's 21, were racing along East College Avenue on June 22nd, 2021 at speeds over 100 miles per hour when they both crashed into the passenger side of a 19-year-old woman who was driving across the intersection at 6th Street Southeast. After the impact, the woman's car spun into the front yard of a nearby home where it struck a tree and caught fire. The woman was pronounced dead at the scene. On Wednesday, March 23rd, troopers found Juan and Anthony Gonzalez at Ruskin area locations. Both were arrested and charged with vehicular homicide, racing, and reckless driving. The two men were transported to the Hillsborough County Jail uh, where their bond was set at 8500 which seems crazy low. Hope it was worth it, idiots. I think... I think there's got to be something worse with the with the street racing charges because I mean this wasn't I don't know it, it's not even you were just driving like an idiot it's one step past 
driving like an idiot. You were you were using the road where people drive with their kids, and I don't want to sound like a total fuddy-duddy here, but you, where kids and families and all sorts of being elderly people and motorcycles are out there just trying to get to and fro their life, yep. and you're using that as your playground with, with what is pretty much deadly weapons. I, I don't think that the charges uh, are quite enough. I think you need to look more at some straight-up murder charges or closer to it than a vehicular homicide. Because I think you can I think you can walk, not walk, but I think you can get off pretty easy with a vehicular homicide. If you have not seen the images yet, it really does look like something out of a sci-fi film. A tornado hit New Orleans and the nearby suburbs last night, destroying homes and knocking out power. At least one person was killed in the St. Bernard's uh, Parish area, according to the Fox affiliate in New Orleans. Uh, locals not giving details on how the person died. Uh, several others were injured as uh, as rescuers searched for, for people in need of assistance. He said the tornado caused widespread damage in the parish have you seen the um have, did you catch it all the clip from the news uh of the 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 news lady who is watching it go across the screen no yeah it, this woman sounds um hold on my little wheel my little wheel is spinning here I um, your little wheel spin my little wheel is spinning here um my wheel spinning either way this uh this this woman is completely mortified i mean she's trying to give a uh she's trying to give a, a weather update and right. they've got it on the live screen so it's you know on the you know how different news stations have the cameras just posted yeah. up it's it's so it's coming right across their live feed and um i think this may be it nope okay i'll get back to it if this starts playing All right MDMA, baby. It's Woo! time for medical MDMA. Uh, yeah. Giving what was once considered little more than a psychedelic party drug to people suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder can dramatically increase the effectiveness of therapy. That coming from a new study. Um, Realtor.com's drawn map oh. feature helped us find what we wanted, where we wanted. Is that you? I would hope so. Uh, researchers from the University of California made the claim Tuesday at a virtual symposium after conducting phase three medical trials. That was me. Uh, involving 90 participants. For the trial, researchers gave the participants 120, maybe you can tell me if this is a lot, 120 milligrams of MDMA. That's not that much. Before they underwent an eight-hour PTSD therapy session, cool. that pro that process was repeated three times over the course of two months. In between, the participants had weekly therapy sessions without the assistance of the psychoactive drug, while a separate group of participants received a placebo drug and the same amount of therapy as a control. MDMA first earned mainstream rep uh, as a mainstay at dance parties. We have an official, uh, you know, official source here with us uh, with users claiming it induces a sense of euphoria and increased sociability, social ability, sociability. Now, scientists have renewed hopes that it can bolster PTSD patients overall chances of recovery. Uh, MDMA is a really interesting um, that coming from Jennifer Mitchell, a neurology professor at the University of California, uh, stating it causes the release of oxytocin in the brain, which creates feelings of trust and closeness that can help in the therapeutic 
setting. The new trial backs up findings of an earlier phase two study in which researchers looked into the optimal dosage of MDMA for therapy. They determined that 120 millis would yield the best results uh, made up of an 80 milligram tablet taken 60 minutes before the start of therapy and an additional 40 at the end of therapy. So, you know, the, the tides are turning very quickly. I was reading this morning about all the, the cities up in Michigan that have uh, rolled back the laws on certain psychedelics, mostly uh, plant, you know, mushroom based. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the next I think that's the next thing you see is you start to see a decriminalization of uh, of some of these, uh, you know, psychedelics like MDMA. Man, let's hope so. And that's how it got its start. Uh, psychotherapists would prescribe it to their their patients that were having uh, intimacy issues and couples would take it together and they wouldn't just talk it out. They'd bang it out. It's amazing. Yeah. A wonder pill. I mean, would you when you when it. When it says that it gives you feelings of trust, yeah, does that make sense to you? Yeah, dude, it breaks down everything. You you could go into a room with someone you don't know or someone you even think that you might not like. Take MDMA together. You'll you will talk honestly and openly about every issue. And by the end of it, if you're not banging, you'll at least be bonded together. It's incredible. So. I'm sorry to say, does that is that like an official thing? I don't know. I'm still my my. I'm on the sports desk over here, and I'm trying to figure it out. It looks like it's real, but I but I'm still trying. But I mean, no, 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 no official from announcement. The other side. No, no, no. And they wouldn't do that. They it, they wouldn't no, do that. I don't. I don't think so. Oh man, I don't know. That's interesting, I, isn't it? Hmm. Uh, bad, bad news. Uh, if there's not enough to worry about in this world, uh, you know, between the impending war, potential cyber attacks, uh, you know, just, just people generally hating each other, uh, an evil spirit has been unleashed from a stone in Japan that I guess is pretty much going to mess up the whole world. According to the mythology surrounding... Be prepared for some of these, okay? Okay. Uh, Sesosiki, or Killing Stone, the object contains the transformed corpse of Tamamo no Mei, a beautiful woman who had been part of a secret plot hatched by a feudal warlord to kill an emperor. So its separation took place in the last few days into two roughly equal parts Um According to folklore, the stone continuously spews poison gas, and many people in Japan uh, believe that this is a sign of the end time. So oh, when it comes to hedging your bets, if the world does end in the next couple of days, you have to be open to the fact uh, that the Japanese uh, stone had something to do with it. Yeah, I was having such a good time, too. Well, I mean, it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know that it's going to happen, but I'm just saying... Um, that if it does happen, just know that this thing was probably legit. Okay. That's all you need to know. Yep. Um, tigers don't actually live in Florida, but they do attack people in Florida. A tiger mauled a Florida worker yesterday afternoon at an airboat attraction, according to authorities. In a Facebook post detailing the incident, Collier County Sheriff Kevin Rambosk wrote that his office was having a hard time comprehending the attack. The sheriff's deputies reportedly responded to a tiger attack at Wooten's Airboats, uh, which is a Tamiami trail uh, in the Everglades, at approximately 4.30 p.m. Uh, preliminary um, info indicates a tiger in an enclosure at what uh, at that location was being fed uh, by its caretaker when a 50-year-old man, an employee uh, who was not authorized to be with the tiger, 
entered the tiger's enclosure. Uh, the tiger attacked the man and caused injuries to both arms. The man had to be transported to a hospital by EMS. The tiger was not injured, uh, and its uh, caretaker was able to safely contain the animal. Officials did not uh, immediately disclose the, ma- the man's condition. If you're 50 years old and you know you're not supposed to be in a tiger enclosure, why in God's... You deserve to bo- lose both of your arms if you go in there while it's being fed. Well, let's just... Let, let's be proud at this exact moment that this tiger is still alive because yeah. I, it seems more often than not when you do have uh, big animals and, and like this attack somebody, there's no thought. They're just dead. True. Uh, in late December, a custodial worker was mauled by a tiger at Naples Zoo at Caribbean Gardens after entering an unauthorized area. Uh, a, Coll- a Collier County deputy shot eight-year-old Eco as his jaws were wrapped around the man's arm. According to the Naples Daily News, the sheriff's office announced in February that the man, who is a 26-year-old, would not face criminal charges in the death of the endangered tiger. I think if you do something stupid... And and they have to kill the tiger to save you. You should be ki- you should be charged with whatever the crime is for killing an endangered tiger. No question. That doesn't seem that far fetched at all. So don't, you know, just just be smarter on tigers. Like when you're perpetrating a crime, if somebody dies in the perpetration of that crime, uh, you get charged with their murder, even if you didn't like murder them. Right? Is that true? Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I, I would I would just never think that I would be okay around a tiger. Like, even if I was, this guy probably works there. He, you know, he's, he's, he lives the, the airboat life. He sees this tiger every day. I would never, ever, ever have faith in a tiger not eating me. Even, I mean, maybe if it was my life's work or something. Let me tell you, one of the most scared I've ever been near an animal was when Carol, uh, my, my good Sorry. friend Carol, was uh, was touring us around Big Cat Rescue. She waited until the end to show us the tigers because they hadn't been fed yet. My son was like eight, nine years old, standing near the tiger cage. Oh. The tiger was pacing and looking at him, and it had those glowing fire well, eyes. Even though it was behind bars, I was terrified. Terrified Damn. for my son. Well, and that's the thing is you don't always know, you know. According to some of the workers in the past there, you know, things not always on the up and up. So, I mean, you got to wonder, was your was he safe then even? Was he? I mean, that's just me asking questions. Sorry, As somebody who was featured in the Tiger King documentary, it's up to me to ask these hard-hitting questions. Sorry, bro. I mean, the, the Tiger King community depends on Drew Garabo Live on 102.5 The Bone uh, to be a voice for all things Tiger King. And the truth needs to be known. I'm sorry I brought that up. You did, though. Uh, by the way, I found the video of the news coverage of the tornado, and I just feel like I've got to play it now. Okay. There it is. You can see it. Okay, folks. Uh, Get to your safe place. Um, we've got a definite tornado. So what's on the screen is their live camera that's just posted up on the building, and there is a giant tornado. Oh. Actually, a t- they call it a wedge tornado. If you watch Twisters, they say, we got sisters. Uh, so it's like two tornadoes in one just going across the Ninth Ward of, uh, of New Orleans. Oh, man. That is moving northeast. Looks like it's in uh, the lower nine. Can we move that camera and track it as it goes? Uh, there we there are. So it's really racing. You can see some rotation around the main tornado. This looks like a wedge tornado. Uh, Now maybe lifting a little bit. Uh, Another spinning around it. 
Folks, this is something I hoped I would never see. That- That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, just to, uh, you, you just think tornadoes for the most part out in the middle of fields and in the heartland and stuff to see it and just in the background of a major city is a bizarre thing. And luckily, I mean, at this Ugh. point, only one person, uh, only one person has died. With all that destruction, that's amazing. You know, I don't know where I really stand on people being able to go. He- healthy, healthy, I'm using air quotes, people going and saying, hey, I want you to kill me. I want to be able to die in peace. Yeah. Uh, well, a Swiss assisted suicide clinic where two U.S. sisters are believed to have paid $11,000 each to die uh, is now being kind of shown to the world. It has cool white walls, elegant designer furniture, and a death room where patients can choose to die via intravenous drip or a lethal drink. What would you prefer? Uh, drink. I think so, too. Yep. I don't, I don't, I'd have to know more about it. The right. drink seems like it may make you feel worse. Like if the drip, it's just like you probably just take a little nappy and then that's it. After having stuff drip into me that makes me feel like I'm going to die, I'll take the drink. Uh, Lilla Amory, who's 54, and Susan Frazier, 49, they traveled from Phoenix uh, to Switzerland on February 3rd. And died on a, on February 11th. Um, this is a, this area of Sweden is the home to the uh, Pegasus Swiss Association, um, which is home of some of the largest assisted suicide organizations in the country. Uh, these these women were perceived to be um, healthy Americans who yep. went over there and 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 were um, and were put to death. Did you see where they're allegedly someone was posting as them? They said that like the the social media posts they were making didn't seem like them. Yeah, and that something might have happened that's untoward. Yeah, well, I mean, when you go to the place to, I mean, what can happen there? Like, what do you mean? Well, like someone might have a, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, like maybe they're not even dead and they were like sold into sex slavery or something, right? Like I saw Taken. I know it goes on in other countries. Man, it's just that. I mean, I, I'm so torn by it because if you, no matter what it is, if your thought is I just don't want to do this anymore, then my I kind of feel like okay, well, you gotta okay, then then you should be able to do that. Sure. But it also just feels weird to have sanctioned death places. Uh, patients uh, must submit a brief biography, a birth certificate, marriage or divorce, uh, divorce certificates, funeral instructions, health reports, and proof of residence. Aside from the membership fee, which could be waived if a patient is already a member of Exit International, the average cost uh, is around $11,000. Oh. I mean, at that point, what do you care, though? Because you're going to be dead. Right. Just spend it. You can't take it with you. Uh, just know that meth floats. A father and son from Michigan were arrested when police pulled them over and found methamphetamine floating inside a large McDonald's cup of Coca-Cola. A Michigan State Police trooper stopped the vehicle on March 16th on I-75. Um, officials said the pair was found to be in possession of a white crystalline substance that later tested positive for meth. Uh, large crystals were noticed floating on top of a Coca-Cola inside a McDonald's cup in the cup holder. Uh, trooper said they found the top of a tied-off plastic baggie on the floor. It was soaked with Coca-Cola. I mean, you can't eat meth, right? Uh, you shouldn't. That's why you. That's why you should always, always do drugs and only always hold enough drugs that you can eat on your own without killing yourself. If you learn anything this afternoon, please learn that. That's all. That's all you really need to learn. Yep. Uh, here, here. You heard it here for today. Yep. Uh, I've got big news. Uh, you're a pop tart guy. No. 
You like Pop-Tarts. I'd eat a Pop-Tart. You like Pop-Tarts. Okay, I love you've Pop-Tarts. Spoke, I can't get enough of them. I'm eating one right now. You've spoke highly of Pop-Tarts in the past. I have. I revere Pop-Tarts. Okay. I'm a Pop-Tart why guy. To, why are you trying to kayfabe? Well, because I haven't eaten one in like 15, 20 years. I don't want people thinking I'm some like, oh, rah, rah, I can't well, get enough Pop-Tarts. Well, well I got to say, I... Rah, 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 rah. I just now I feel like I don't even want to talk. No, no, I'm a pop tart guy. Well, I, I love feel, it. Tell now, me the news. Well, now, now I Give feel, me the pop tart well, news. Now I feel like I love them. <sighs> this spring, pop tarts continues to bring crowd pleasing flavors to its lineup by giving fans. I'm very excited about this. Me For too. all the excitement you lack, I've got. I, dude, I'm so you're pumped. not excited. I got a pop tart boner. An ooey, gooey, yeah, cinnamony. Cookie experience Ooh. with Snickerdoodle Pop-Tarts. Oh, my God. Inspired by beloved bakery classics, the latest flavor drop will join the brand's growing cookie lineup, which now features frosted chocolate chip Pop-Tarts and cookies and cream Pop-Tarts. Not going to lie. All three of those sound amazing. I'm, cookies and cream, frosted chocolate chip. I thought you were going to be a little more excited about it. I'm super excited. Is, I, I'm, not, I'm not much of a Snickerdoodle guy, but I like the cookies and cream and the chocolate chip. So what the hell happened with this uh, with this basketball player poking a boob? Officials at the University <laughs> of Arizona and TCU have been in communication following Sunday's game, stemming from an incident that seemingly includes a player and a performer uh, following Arizona's 85 to 80 overtime win against TCU, in which the uh, Wildcats advanced into the Sweet 16. Uh, guard Benedict. Matherin was seen heading to the locker room as the TCU girls stood nearby. In videos circulating online, uh, social media is speculating as to whether or not he touched the boob uh, of a TCU performer while exiting the court, and if so, was it intentional? As of Tuesday, it appears uh, that the player has not addressed the incident anywhere on social media or anywhere else. What do you think when you see this? Because I... My brain doesn't work right because I say every time I'm shocked by the blatant stupidity of people. Right. So my first thought is, why would, why, why do you need to touch a boob? Like, why do you need to touch this girl's boob in front of the world at that moment when you just won this game? Why would that be running through your mind? Right. But then I, I'm just, like I said, people's stupidity and their brazen nature is, all, is, is shocking often. So maybe he did, but Why? I'm 60% it was an accident, and 40% he thought he could look, get away with it looking like he was trying to side-five somebody and then slap a boob. He didn't even grope it. He, he just kind of slapped her boob. Yeah, it's it's uh, really and, – and I saw a thing this morning that was – a. Um, this makes it worse, really. It was a really slowed down freeze frame shot by shot thing. And I mean, it. he barely, barely does. And when he goes to walk by them, he looks like he's about to enter into a high five line. He yeah. looks like he's about to give a bunch of people high fives. And then he just ends up, you know, giving a little boop, little, 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 little Boop, boop, boop. And I've talked about it many a times. Fox 13 did a write-up on them, so I'll mention them to close out the joints. Uh, mullets in St. Pete. It's on the south side of St. Pete. A um, lot of great seafood, um, but they're becoming damn near world-renowned for their wings. Uh, they smoke them fresh every single day in their smoker named Charlemagne. <laughs> They have a smoker named Charlemagne. Yeah, I will also say, you know, I'm a fish dip man. They they smoke all of their fish on site for their house-made fish dip as well. Um, feeding the demand has been a tall order for them after running out of wings before a new batch begins. Uh, but they've got a new larger smoker on order and uh, should be delivered in a couple months. They flash, they, or they smoke them all day, and then they flash fry them. 
and uh, they have this merman sauce. It is a, and they make all of their blue cheese and ranch and everything there. The merman sauce is a Carolina gold barbecue, but what they do is they take a Cajun seasoning and blacken it. They actually blacken the Cajun seasoning and then add it to the sauce oh. with the fresh blue cheese. Uh, those guys over there are, are money. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.